Welcome to the Relentless Podcast with your co-hosts Kevin and Melissa, where we discuss all things Christian living in a crazy culture. All right, I think this is our first like podcast in a while with you and me on it together. Because yeah. I think the last time was what? Pastor John. Were you on there with Pastor John? Kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. That's when we decided it might not be beneficial to have multiple tons of people on the call because it just gets a little difficult. I did. I said that. You did say that. <laughs> I. I. I tend to steamroll so i apologize no it's okay i'm just listen to way too many podcasts so you know what you know what you like and i'm pretty much works. a professional at mm-hmm. listening to podcasts so that's that is a skill so uh well i'm glad so we got some fun stuff coming up i'm really excited because i'm going to be sharing and hopefully discussing with you um and, and people listening uh some of the stuff that i actually taught um, were some of the core pieces that I taught while I was teaching a youth ministry class at Seattle Bible College. Mm-hmm. And you were in that class, right? I was. It was tons of fun. Was Everyone it fun? loved it. They did? Yeah. That's awesome. It was fun. I did enjoy it. I miss, uh, I, I do miss getting to teach that time. It was uh, pretty cool. Although I did not like having to grade people's homework. And, and thankfully, I didn't have to like actually grade it. Like I just had to read it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I must be narcissistic or something because I really just liked getting there and teaching and not just listening to everyone's homework and their <laughs> assignments. Like, I don't actually want to hear, like, what you got out of it. I just want, like, I just want you guys to listen to me speak. I just want the satisfaction of knowing you you listened to me That's the and point of this podcast. wrote something on it. Do not rate this. Do not do not give it a review on Apple Podcasts. We don't want to hear your feedback. We just want to talk to you. Do not rate this podcast. It's like reverse psychology. Right. Now they're going to do it because they're rebels. Well, until you've mentioned that, now they just know what we're up to. Gosh, we had to keep it on the DL. <laughs> well, w- one of the ones that I talked about, of course, we did epic, um, you know, cross uh, hangman, you know, puzzles. That was a really fun class yeah, that we did great. there. But I forget, uh, we did we did have a good time. But we're talking today about um, six, uh, seven daily success rituals and the importance of rituals. Now, um, in this podcast, we're probably only going to talk about a couple of them. Uh, and, and then we'll, you guys can tune in for episode two or three, depending on how far we get. But do you remember this class at all? Like when you were taking a look at kind of the outline, do you remember any of the points? Oh, I mean, I couldn't give them to you verbatim, but I mean, it's just like, it's all like, I, the word ritual kind of sounds culty, but I like the, like the word habits kind of sounds a little bit more of like, it's just like things to implement in your life to be successful to, and then I think all of them boiled down to just being like taking them and just being consistent so right and i i agree in, in some capacity you know for sure it, habits are incredibly important mm-hmm. um i do i do kind of like it, it is kind of weird I've, I've noticed these terms pop up in christian culture um mystic and and rituals and mysticism <laughs> mm-hmm. and and they're all accurately communicating like christianity spirituality yeah. and but it, it does because of how that word has been taken. It's taken incorrectly, yeah. It just makes it seem weird. I remember I was listening to um, David Hogan preaching via Zoom a couple days ago, and, and he was talking about, you know, as far and as far as the mysticism goes and, and whatnot, and he started talking about the signs and wonders and miracles he see, and I was like, oh, it's, it's kind so of, weird. Yeah, try and, we're going to try and avoid trigger words. Right, right, trigger, yeah, vibe. Okay, but um, as far as, we'll, we'll get in some of these things, but... Uh, 
introducing this topic of, of having rituals and, and, and success rituals and what, how important they are um, is really great men and women have great habits. Like, like what are some of your ideal habits, Melissa, that really produce life in you? I was just telling you, I, I mean, we're in a season of quarantine, so things are a little bit off, you know, like you like try and stay consistent. I was just telling Pastor Kevin, I was like, I woke up to my first alarm this morning, which is actually uncommon that I would need multiple alarms to wake up in the morning because I feel I'm a very like 6.37 a.m. person. Like I can wake up, um, waking up early and exercising like first thing in the morning is like my favorite way to spend the morning um, because I feel like it sets you up for success for the rest of your day. Um, Spent like waking up early, spending time in prayer and worship um, right at the beginning of your day. Mm -hmm. So I think those are it's it's I like I like the morning time and I like being most consistent then because I feel like you're in a you're mentally preparing yourself for the day you're physically preparing yourself for the day um, so yeah and then of course like I like to try and read daily um, and like connect with people daily those kinds of things right yeah I, I ha- and and part of those. Really, it, it is a habit. Like you didn't just suddenly wake up one day and perfectly start exercising every day for the rest of your life. Like no, you know, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> right? And, and and I heard someone once describe it well. It's like you you can never stop a bad habit, but you can replace it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting because like to just remove something from you is is more difficult than to replace something negative with something positive yeah it's there's definitely like with habits and just how you live your life and like even like how you have expectations for people just like anything you have to unlearn something and like you're saying and replace it right so it's like if you believe something that's not true you don't just like stop believing it you figure out the truth right right so it's there was always there's always there's nothing just void Mm -hmm. right it has to it has to be filled with something right absolutely and and, and, and so through, through the stuff I've done, like on my own business side of things and, and like marketing and cause I do other random fun stuff for business that I have over the past several years. And, um, a lot of the business people I work with and, and talk to and entrepreneurs, they have the, like, they, it's, they have this thing in common where they literally all start waking up at like 4am in the morning. Like I, I know that we have, a um, Eric Thomas, you know, ET, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, um, thank God it's Monday and. I think he starts his day at like three in the morning or something like that. That's not even morning, okay? Just because there's an AM does not mean that 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 is the middle of the night. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It is interesting because a lot of these people that have that mentality, like that, they've already accomplished more in their day oh, yeah. by the time people are thinking about literally their by life. eight AM, they've already like had over half of the work day done. Right, and I, I found for myself like waking up earlier, like. Um, it doesn't mean that I necessarily go to bed earlier mm-hmm. uh, all the time. Uh, sometimes it does, but like I might still stay up till 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, even if I got up at five. four or five mm-hmm. or if I got up at eight or nine, like I might still, I'm still going to go to bed at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Like, so just, but not just, just the act of waking up isn't going to do much for you, but I think it's just, yeah. it's what you do with those times. Totally. But, uh, Mary Kay, um, Mary Kay, I was talking to my wife about this, uh, just just a minute ago before we got on here and um but yeah mary kay she is a gal uh do you know much about mary kay uh, ash i i do but i feel like our listeners might not <laughs> okay okay that's what i figure so mary kay 
if you don't know, is a, is a very um, widely known cosmetic line of, uh, of makeup and all that fun stuff. And she started this brand and uh, let's see her. She was worth over 300 million before she died. And now her business is worth over $2 billion. Dang. Uh, she had a daily success routine. She planned her day and listed six tasks that she was going to do each day and did them in order. And, and the thing about this is like, since the day I met Tara and she started helping me organize my life, she has said, honey, just write out like six things you want to get done today. Like, that's it. Like, like, like this is why Tara She's is as amazing up. as she is now is because I think she heard what Mary Kay had to say and, and went <laughs> and ran with it. It's true. And how real is that? Like, you're like, I make a list of things that I need to do, but you see that one thing on the list that you don't want to do, and then you just kind of skip it, and you do the other things, and then you finish your day, and you didn't do that one thing that you need to do, and now it's two weeks later, and you still haven't done that one thing. Right. I felt so... I don't know that from personal experience no, at all. No, totally not, but I felt so... I there's You can't express the satisfaction that you get unless you've experienced it, um, which I'm sure you have, but like... Just yesterday, I was going. I was going through projects because I mean, it's you know, we're all stuck at home for the most part. I had been working on projects like crazy person. And I was looking at my phone at the first project list I made when we were going to be in our stay at home order, and I found out that I literally was able to go check off everything except for like one of those items. And this was like mm -hmm. a list of like like thirty things. Yeah. And I was like, whoa! And I've already got other things I'm working on. And so twofold is like, ah, it's rewarding to check things off, but also to realize that there's always going to be more to go on the list and each day is trouble enough for itself. So there's for sure a proverb that talks about like a task complete is like makes like the heart happy or like, is like restoring, like, yeah. Like restoring to the soul. Like we were created for a purpose and to do things and right. to accomplish things. And so the feeling of accomplishing something makes us feel like there's a reason that we're alive. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, if we were like, youth pastors or ministers or anything like that. We probably would have that reference, but you know, yeah. yeah. But you know, a lot of people um, live life with next to no habits, at least good ones. I should say, uh, you know, you'll never, you'll never be the person you want to be unless you determine the habits that will eventually lead you to greatness. The secret of the future is hidden in your daily routines. Um, and with that concept, I remember I've, I've shared a lot in youth ministry over the years is that, is that uh, this quote, my mentor shared with me and she said uh you don't have the power to choose your future no one does what you do have the power is the power to choose your habits because your habits will determine your future and then there's a whole nother layer to that it's like the the habits of thought it's like your your thoughts become your words your words become your actions your actions become your habits your habits become who you are so as you think today so you are tomorrow Mm -hmm. And so I think that the important part of, of habits is taking territory in the battleground of your mind first. What do you like? like and, and with people not having healthy habits, like how do you even start? How do you recognize that you got bad habits or no habits at all? You know? Yeah, I think, I mean, the first thing is, especially, I feel like these are extra interesting times that we're living in, but it's almost, um, you can recognize like, do I have any healthy habits? Do I have habits at all? Like I didn't even know that had bad habits, like, at the beginning of your day, like, what is the, pur like, asking yourself, like, what is the purpose of your day? Like, does this day have a purpose? Does this day, like, do you have a plan for your day at all? Like, mm -hmm. or a lot of people plan the next day, the night before even, like, that's a habit. But I think if you, if you, like, sit there in the morning or you wake up in the morning and you're just like, 
expecting the day to be whatever it brings, Mm -hmm. then like that is almost like, okay, then you're not really in control of your, of your life. You're not really taking control of your own life. You're just letting life happen. Yeah. Life's Um, happening to you rather than you happening to it. Yeah. And of course in the, in that you have habits, you might spend a lot of time on your phone. You might, uh, frequent the fridge, um, you know, play video games, spend time on your computer, what have you. Like maybe you have creative things you like to do, but if you just kind of let the day happen, then Mm. I think that's kind of an indication that maybe I don't have healthy habits set up in my life. Maybe I definitely, because I think habits incur structure. Like, do do I have a structure for my own life? Because that's kind of what... Middle school, high school, a lot of people are like, they say, oh, well, I mean, I'm never going to use this when I'm older. Okay, but are you taking, it's like when you're, when you're those, those ages, right? Mm-hmm. When you're 12 through 18, the, the system is trying to help you create a structure and to be structured. And if you don't have a structure, then right. you're in, almost inviting chaos in. Right. It's so. like Pastor Andre, um, if you don't know who he is, Pastor Andre Benjamin, um, for people listening, but he's a great guy. He, he always encouraged me, you know, repetition is the mother of all skill, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the more you do something, the more it becomes common. And, and that, so there's a benefit to the education system. It's like go to school at the same time every day. Do your, and, and really yeah. wake like, up in the morning, have the discipline to, to do an assignment, like mm-hmm. to finish a task, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're not going to use the calculus that you're learning in your everyday life. I can, right. I can concur that I do not use calculus <laughs> ever. I still successfully put a desk together. <laughs> it's amazing. But you you definitely like get those habits from school that you can either choose to um, disdain and be angry at the mm-hmm. system or you can say, okay, maybe I'm not going to go to college. Maybe I'm not going to use mm-hmm. everything that I'm, lear- that I'm learning, but I, I'm going to take whatever I can out of what has given to me. Right. I think I think the takeaway that a lot of us can have from this time of a different pace of life is it's it's very exposing. Uh, I was talking with with a friend of mine, um, Dr. Fred Vichy, and and he was helping me understand that who people are becoming in this in this season is more telling of who they are. It, it's just put a magnifying glass on who they already were, as mm-hmm. opposed to. Uh, people people binge eating and, and like getting fatter and whatnot at home like it's i'm not i'm not picking on food but the guy i talked to dr fred Bishi, is a nutritionist so you know you talk about nutrition stuff but it's like that's that's a that's a exposing and a magnifying glass of a symptom that was already there mm-hmm. it's just now you've been left to some degree to your own wiles mm-hmm. uh and what was there now has come to the surface yeah. people who are angry people who are drunk people who are proactive people who are readers like for mm-hmm. this time at time they get to become more of those things and so and and that's kind of the thing is like um a habit is sim- it simply means that when you do something twice it gets easier yeah and 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 so it's like you know when you we went on a hike with our family the other day and, and we're like maybe we should go on a hike again this next weekend mm-hmm. you know and it's like the more you do it just like going to the gym just like yeah. drinking water it, it's about learning the right thing but um discipline is a different mm-hmm. type of habit that's another thing yeah there's habit and there's discipline that's kind of what i was going to bring up next is because i think um there's good habits there's bad habits um i've said this many times and i think it was kind of a revelation but like there's no such thing as motivation hmm. or like motivation is fleeting like motivation is an emotion 
but discipline is how you have to live your life by because regardless of whether I'm motivated to wake up in the morning and go to the gym, rest in peace, gym's open soon, um, I have the discipline to, I, that's what I did yesterday, it's what I'm doing tomorrow, like, it's just, you just make the decision to do it, mm-hmm. um, and I think it, a lot of that discipline comes from um, the realization of, um, gosh, the word is fl- the we- fleeting me, um, personal responsibility, right. recognizing that you have a personal responsibility to your own life, your own actions, it's, you don't point your finger and blame other people for your problems or your lack of motivation or lack of discipline or whatever. It all boils down to, to your own life, your personal decisions. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, it's like God, honestly, he, he created us to be creatures of habit. You know, I mean, if, if you look in nature, all of nature has patterns in it. And, and I mean, cycles and patterns and and everything that comes around goes around and it's talking about the planets. You know yeah. what I mean? Like literally they keep going in a cycle. I saw this great little video clip of someone's like, Ooh, that was a close one. It was some asteroid, a uh, massive asteroid that, that got really close to earth recently, but, and it was being tracked on like a, one of those digital tracking showing you the, the solar system moving around. Mm-hmm. But just like somebody designed the world and the planet and all the cosmos, you see this, you see this thing literally making almost a beeline to earth. Like, and this thing is going to wipe out earth, like literally like this month. And then, and then just like perfect timing here comes, I think it was Mars or Venus with a stronger gravitational pull further away. And it goes, whoop, goes right back out where it mm-hmm. belongs. It's like, whoa, all of a sudden things make sense and sense. But with that, it's like God created us to be creatures of habits. He's given us morning, he gave us night, he's given us seasons, seasons. he's given us all these ideas. And the purpose of discipline is to create habit it, it sometimes it takes discipline to say you know i'm going to stop doing something and actively do something else you know just mm-hmm. like i said at the beginning just waking up early in the morning is going to change anything in fact you're just going to start getting frustrated after long like why am i up yeah that's... and and yeah sorry oh sorry we have to lower voice a little bit uh what honey you have a question got it i need to slow down and i need to talk too fast i talk too fast Okay. Leave a bad review on this podcast if I talk too fast also. That would help me too. So, Because <laughs> um, I don't want to edit that out. So I hope you guys all can uh, help me out there. But the purpose of discipline is to create habit. Yes. And just waking up early doesn't mean anything unless you put in discipline to put something into place. And I think that there's something to be said. There's something to um, understand that when you have self-discipline, mm-hmm. it, it will create freedom. Right. Like that is what frees you to be able to live the life that God has for you. Like is to be like, I am going to deny myself of certain things. Oh, yeah. Discipline equals freedom. Yeah. Discipline I, equals freedom. I sent Kevin because I was like, there was a post that I sent a while ago saying like, freedom comes from making sacrifices. Freedom comes from disciplining yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have those that that self, um, like that self motivation, that self discipline, to be able to live the life, your best life, to be able to live the life that you want. Because even like people who have all this money and all these resources, if they don't have self discipline, like how many lo- like people who win the lottery go bankrupt in a matter of five years? Like it's it doesn't true. matter how much resources you have. Uh, it matters what you do with them and how you uh, manage your time 
how right. you manage your resources, how you manage your relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you think about discipline, it's it's really it's not a bad word. Like when you think of discipline, you like revert to your toddler mentality right. of like spanked. I'm going to get spanked by my mom, right? Grounded. But I think something that has lacked in with t- like taking down to the next generation is the importance of self-discipline and yeah. I feel like sometimes even the school system can deprivate us of that because there's this forced discipline right. like you have to do this or you're going to fail this class like right. there's not a huge incentive to create self-discipline mm-hmm. um, because yeah I don't want to do my math homework right but what like what were you created to do and that's why I think finding your purpose is so important and seeking out your purpose is because you're going to be a lot more motivated to have discipline. Like you're going to want to discipline yourself to do the things that you were created to do, that you find joy doing, that you find meaning doing. And I think that has all to tie into having a vision for your life. Mm Because if you don't have a vision for your life or, or, or a a goal that you want to work towards or strive for, strive for to achieve, it's hard to have self-discipline because why why do I need to do homework? It's it's everyone's question when they get out of middle school or when they're in middle school or going up to high school, why do I have to turn this assignment? Like mm-hmm. it was a dumb assignment anyways. And like, you know, or why do I need to try harder? I, I passed the class barely, you know, why it's do like, I need to graduate from high school. It's a question that you hear. Right. And, 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 and really that's for, that's, that's, yes, I, I'm not going to, this isn't the time to have a chat all about the school system and how mm-hmm. I think it could be different. But in general, if you have a vision for your life, even the things that seem trivial, yeah, you, you can you can envision them as just obstacles to overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, another step to to progress through, and and I think that if we had a larger, broader understanding of our life in a timeline as opposed to today mm-hmm. and tomorrow and this year, I think that we would have a lot more patience and grace for ourselves and for others if we could think of things on a scale more, not exactly like God sees it because he's a, he sees it in eternity, but at least like within your lifetime or within a 15 year or a 20 year or a 50 year plan. It's like, you know, I can put up with this kid who's all up in my face today because who's he, who's he going to be 30 years from now? I don't care. What am I going to gain from engaging in that or not, or like failing my classes or yelling at my mom, like creating disunity in my family and like, I was encouraged to do that in one of my discipleship classes is like make a one-year plan, make a three-year plan, make a five-year plan, make a 10-year plan, make a 50-year plan. Just like whatever. And like, and in that point you have to pray like, God, why don't, and like, it's really funny because you put it down and you're like, it feels so concrete. Like Mm -hmm. I just put it into words and you're scared to do that because you're like, well, what if it doesn't come true? Like, well, what if it does? Also, it teaches you like, maybe my goals are too small. Right. Like maybe I'm not really aligning myself with how God sees me um, and realizing that God has a bigger vision for my life than what I have. Right. Um, and so I like uh, people I've talked to is like this time of quarantine when we're all stuck at home, like pressing into God to find our purpose yep. because per- like discipline comes when you have a sense of purpose because mm-hmm. you're like, I have a goal right. and it doesn't have to be like a career. It doesn't have to be like, a righteous goal doesn't mm-hmm. have to be I'm going to be a pastor, a missionary, evangelist. Like, like a right, like in in Jewish culture, wor- uh, work was worship. 
because you do your work as unto the Lord. Yeah. And and still today, you know, even even what was it like fifty or seventy years ago, employers wanted to hire. Uh, you know, prod, uh, Christians, they, they mm-hmm. called it because they had the Protestant work, work oh, ethic. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, man, you hire yourself a Christian, you got someone that's going to be on time every day. You got someone that's going to work hard. Character, you know. Integrity, you know. You can trust. And so that's, that's the important thing about is having a vision for your life so you can create these healthy habits so you mm-hmm. can uh, re- displace the unhealthy ones and have a vision. And, and if, if, uh, if you're interested in, you know, understanding some more of this, um, topic. I totally encourage you guys. Uh, we're going to sprinkle in a couple of this this conversation through the podcast over the next week or so. Um, next week, I want to talk a little bit more about some six uh, about some simple principles of developing your own daily success rituals. So, um, if you enjoyed this, if this was helpful, if, you, if this opened a little door in your heart, come check us out next week or when we drop the next one, and you'll be able to hear some of those ways you can begin to develop your own success rituals. Thanks, Melissa. Great conversation. It was great. Look forward to the next one. I know. It went too fast. All right. (laughs) Always do.